Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Climb on top of I the... I was talking Guys, to... look at the plant. It's dead. What? Everything is uninspiring. Oh. Including the that dead is, plant. That is dead. Everything is just uninspiring. Well, it's been a minute since we last chatted. Look. Bat minute. It's been protein. Uh, we we're not gonna talk about we're not gonna talk about protein that much for this one. I don't want to talk about for it this much. one or the next Bre one. Whoa, everything's like. Is something on my No. Are you okay? Whoa, 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 is it just me? I'm blind. Or is everything glowing on my? It's just you. It's fine. Oh, Brit. <laughs> Brit, we all we're all ill. <laughs> we all have issues today. Let's talk about it. Hello, 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 hello. I am too. I was going to take a nap. I don't think I have issues. I said I, tired. I, said I was not <coughs> chatty, and here I am just talking. All right, everybody. <sighs> hmm. Am I in the frame? Hello. Yeah, you are. I also want to lay back. You know, I'm oh, also tired. Bruh. It's a big, <laughs> big lay back. The vibes are apart. so up right now. Mm -hmm. One might say they're air up. When I told someone, when I told someone, that's where I, when I told someone, that's where I interned over the summer, they're like, oh, as in like air up, like A-I-R and then like space U-P. And I went, no. I mean, it kind no. of does. I mean, it sounds like air up. It does. Yeah. But actually, yeah. is it not pronounced R up? No, it's air up. Oh, okay. But it's funny because like they call the people. This is so, I thought this was so funny or not what funny, the, but interesting. This is the worst when the rapper like sticks the candy. Suck it up. Just kidding. <laughs> mm -hmm. But they so. called people who work there Arupians, but it's not called Arup. <laughs> Arupians. <laughs> I was like, this makes Arupians. me sound, you know, like Sims, Arupians like the, the really game. Work. Huh? The game Sims. Yes. It's I like, never it sounds played like, Sims. Did you ever play Sims? I only played it on the app. Oh, wow. I played, played it on Sims? the app. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I didn't have the desktop version. That was Anyways. Like a Y2K kind of game. Anyways. It makes no sense. And I thought it sounded kind of silly. But I can't say anything because I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> you are I it was great. I loved say, it. It was a phenomenal it was time. A, I'm going back. <laughs> There's a reason well, I'm going back. You could have hated it that much then. I no, I think I screwed myself. No, I screwed myself over because there's this one fellowship that I was meaning to apply for, um, for grad school, and you're not allowed to apply for it if you already have something lined up for the summer, like this what upcoming if you summer. Quit? What? You're like, never mind. I'm not coming back. Oh, that would be bad. Then I, I would, would be burning my bridges. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. And so okay. I guess that's more worth it than potentially having a fully funded master's. But, you know, <sighs> <sighs> it is what it is. <laughs> hey, that's true. It is what it is sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. All right, let's check in. Oh, my everybody. gosh. I also, oh, no. sorry. I also was looking at fellowship deadlines because my PI was like, oh, you should look into it because they're a lot sooner than like most grad school apps are. Is this like and, for scholarships? Uh, For fellowships, mostly. What's a fellowship? Fellowship is generally 
fully funding your grad school education but most of them are just for yeah but most of them are just for phd students so it's been really hard to find ones that are like specifically Mm. for masters so if anyone has any yeah if anyone has any advice um civil engineering masters and both please i was so specific i always (laughs) pick the wrong name first but rachel needs help period funding rachel just needs help period if you guys no, <laughs> she needs money um money, anyways money, money, but money. i looked into one today and it was like the deadline's october 11th and i went well dude you got 11 days guess that's, so I'm not. that's so many days no but i need letters of recommendations because oh, those are so also due days. october 11th. do you not have yeah. any letters of rec for other things um i think like the purpose? recommender has to upload it huh. mm. yeah okay you can just email them which is uh, yeah but a 10 day notice is really it's a bad look on my end it's not good yeah no. 10 days, that's yeah so you want well the thing is no but they're busy because it's also midterm season okay that's fair as someone who has written letters of rec i always wait till the last minute to write them anyways so like it's okay. it's just the thing is they haven't stewed on the ideas for yeah enough. like they they like need they to know they need to think about what to write yeah. yeah and like this is one where like if i don't that's have good Chad letters GPT of rec i just exists. wouldn't get it anyways so mm-hmm ouch okay all right let's check in real Ow. quick yeah oh yeah oh, we're gonna talk about just extraordinarily injured right now well we've all gone through the same injury mm, that's true we have it's a rite of passage in the zon family no, i guess really the fitness world just waiting for john and philip a lower to... back injury a lower back injury Ooh. all right anyways welcome back everyone to another episode of the rooftop pod it's been a minute but we're back and we're better than, better ever. than ever i have low Ooh. conviction when saying that but we're back um it's been a minute uh it's been nice kind of you know taking a break from you guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um not really obviously i'm not taking a break from you guys i talk to you guys almost every single day so although there was that stretch of time where we weren't on rachel's like recent call list which was kind of crazy I know. Yeah, I looked through and I went, this has never looked like this before. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably why, Ever since. It's probably because Andrew and I were just calling each other. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, Super Rachel's not interested stuff. in the protein yeah. powder business. so Unfortunately, yeah. I have fine. very little interest. That's fine. It's not for everybody. Also, did you guys know that that jacket is 90% down? Like real down? Yeah. I was down looking. Bad. <laughs> down horrendous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> how much? Did, how much would it sell for? I don't know. I think a lot. Down jackets generally like the lowest price is around two hundred. I know. The gray one. Uh huh. It's kind of ugly though. That's I know, problem. but it's like good for like it's functional backpacking. I've been like I've have never backpacked in my life, but it's something where I'm like I could see myself getting into it. So totally I've been slowly accumulating backpacking gear. gear. <laughs> it's just like That's how you do it. I just like slowly accumulate until you reach a tipping point. You're like, I gotta, I gotta go do now. it. Yeah. So that is That's my fine. next piece. <laughs> All right. I didn't actually check. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, welcome to this episode of the Rooftop Pod. I'm your host, Jesse. And joining me today is my sister, Rachel, and my brother, Andrew. And um, today I'm going to open up this podcast by reading an excerpt from a book that I wrote when I was 10 years old. The what book is the... called The Best Christmas Ever. I've read this many times. I yeah. also remember this book. <laughs> this is a great book that I wrote when I was, um, I guess it was second, gr- 10 years old. I think it's second grade. 
or no? No, or, you're not I that old. I don't remember. And um, I was reading this book, and I was reminded of how far the I've best gone Christmas since ever. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Well, uh, do you want me to hold my mic? All right. <clears throat> you gotta show the the best Christmas too. ever by Jesse Zahn. Oh, it's so watercolor. Look at how beautifully painted the back is. It's it's markers. Written and illustrated by Jesse Zahn. Let me be clear. Oh my gosh. A the clear, alternating colors go crazy. Green and red. This the best is, Christmas this ever. Is Very like on graphic theme. Graphic design. This is, where my, where, this is where my graphic design career started. Oh this my This book God. is dedicated to my two wonderful and caring parents. Not only is it dedicated Mindai by word, there's an illustration <laughs> too. Look at that dedication. That's good. <laughs> On here, my mom is angry and saying my hair isn't gray. Her did hair you write is that? still not gray. Or did John well, Philip retroactively do that? No, oh. this does look like a retroactive. Yeah, like, this pencil's different it's than darker. the rest. Yeah. Of it. yeah, it's been defaced. It's been defaced. It's been um, altered. Okay. One snowy morning, a ten-year-old boy named Jesse got out of his soft bed and dressed in his cozy sweater. Dude, that bed, I remember that this bed. This bed, yeah, the, the blue and red. <laughs> I think yeah. it's still in our bed. basement, too. Yeah, we still have this bed. Um, and then on the wall, Wait, I, have, I have a poster of Raphael Nadal because I was you guys obsessed with tennis. Did you ever have posters? No. No, this was fake. <laughs> um, a lot of this Rick. book is not real. It's fake. Um, I have a poster that says tennis rules because I love tennis. Uh, suddenly he remembered it was christmas eve he was not happy because you know why question mark since his favorite sport was tennis and he was good at it he wanted a new tennis racket you can tell that this is made up 108 <laughs> that cost 180 dollars his parents wouldn't get it for him because they thought it was too expensive true. now this part is a true story that, that is a true, true story um, i really wanted this tennis racket the um aero drive and it was 180 dollars back then which is crazy because nowadays this racket's like 270. whoa it's 270. bro that's I, crazy I literally just, this was 270. mine was like 270 yeah oh my god you balling like that <laughs> i mean i had a no discount. he has no money <laughs> no andrew Mine was two twenty. You paid for it. Uh, oh, I paid you. You're Wait, welcome. technically, yes, you did. Yeah. Oh. I mean, no. Andrew, I mean, Jesse's I on my it. payroll. Andrew <laughs> funds our lives. Anyways, <laughs> it was too expensive. He was hoping that Santa would get it for him, but he was afraid that Santa would miss his house. I didn't. I didn't actually believe in Santa. I, I think, think I wrote any this of as us... propaganda to mom and dad. So propaganda. Well, I think none of us believed in Santa because we never got gifts on Christmas. That's true. Yeah. We have never gotten gifts. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> then he went to his only brother's room back then. Andrew was my only brother, shouting. Wait, you guys? We shared a room. Slept in the same room. <laughs> in my imaginary world, we had our own room. Wow, okay. are you jealous of me? I don't think you did. Oh. You exist in this time? Yeah, you did. I don't think you're in here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Jesse's. Oh no! It's idealistic Christmas. world. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one was a without Rachel. <laughs> it's Christmas. the best Christmas ever. <laughs> in, this, in this Christmas I'm timeline, hurt. I have my own room and no sister. <laughs> wow. He has my room. It says, It's Christmas Eve and I might not get a present. He spoke so loud he woke his brother up. Uh, like he always does. <laughs> 
He said, what's the fuss about? It's Christmas Eve, shouted Jesse. Oh, no, said Andrew. What am I going to do without a PSP? I don't think I've ever bought a PSP, but yeah. In my, in my head, you did. Okay. <laughs> I know, but Santa might get us what we want, said Jesse, trying to calm Andrew down. Do I have a cow on my shirt? <laughs> why is, what is that? Why is Andrew taller than you? You have... Uh, I think you have... It's actually accurate. <laughs> no. Wait, is that a Pokemon? What are these hanging lockers? Ki- ki- I think these are like... PSPs. Uh, controllers. <laughs> yeah, co- controllers. I don't know what's what? on my shirt, though. Kick it. Oh, it's a soccer ball. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I think I actually owned a shirt that looked like that. Probably, yeah. Wow. Wait, I like... I like how from scene to scene, um, there's still the posters on the wall. That's a great yeah. attention to detail. <laughs> attention to detail. And you can see it's snowing outside. Yeah. Because it's, it's Christmas Eve. And uh, the snow is different in I, the two po- Okay. Um, I'm just going to skip through. We go through a couple of adventures. We have a snowball fight. In- we eat breakfast. <laughs> That's a massive table. These are not. It's so these tall. Are, this is us daydreaming about the Christmas presents that we wanted. Why is Andrew so much darker than you? <laughs> he he has always been darker than me. Yeah, he's just a completely different shape. <laughs> but the yeah. whole he's time, taller than oh, you I go in the... every shot. I love this. This is great. Yeah, why this is I so make you accurate? Taller than me, and all because these? it's true to real life. <laughs> oh, apparently you go snowboarding. Never did that. Oh wow! Whoa, mountains, wow, mountains. in Ohio. That's in Ohio. Crazy. Is that perfect north? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where we found mountains Evergreen in Ohio. Trees but this everywhere. guy is about to take a dive. Oh, that's that's Andrew. <laughs> that's, I'm pretty sure. No, I think that's uh, you. That's it's wearing you. a blue shirt. Andrew yeah. and Jesse were falling down every time because they were not concentrating on their tricks. Period. You know what we were concentrating on? Our the presents. racket and the PSP. <laughs> At 3 a.m. in the morning, they heard a jolly laugh, ho, 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 and a ringing of bells. <sighs> yes. In five minutes, the bells and laughter faded. Jesse and Andrew went to sleep. The next morning, <laughs> when they woke up, they quickly ran downstairs and looked under the Christmas tree and found presents Bro, under it. Bro, these leg illustrations. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Uh, these are crazy you know this is what jump-started jesse's career into medicine was learning about the human body (laughs) (laughs) these These figure drawings are insane look like letters the letter y and the letter l why is andrew's torso so long (laughs) while andrew was finding out what he got jesse found out that his present was under the tree okay that's a little repetitive andrew soon found he got a psp Jesse also found what he wanted too. He got a, a tennis, tennis racket. racket. Ah. That looks like a pure drive. No, this it's is blue. I, this was my attempt at making an arrow drive. You got the colors all wrong. They were so excited. They yelled and screamed until their parents came down. Their mom and dad unwrapped their presents too. Their mom got an iPod. <laughs> their dad got a two laptops. <laughs> XPS. Jesse and Andrew hoped they would... Never get so stressed again. (laughs) Wow, simpler times, man. But they knew that life was not fair. They knew they would once again be stressed. Dang. Wow. I feel like this is like... deep. Like embedded trauma of immigrant children. I know, it really is. (laughs) Last line. They'll always be stressed. They knew that life was not fair. Life and that is there not are fair. Always there's stress. always that stress. Is some immigrant trauma right there. The Jeez. only reason why I brought up that story is because recently 
I actually bought the racket that I wanted so badly all of childhood. And it's not that great. And he's drive. now stressed again. <laughs> I had and it. He is and I'm always still stressed. stressed. <laughs> but because he knows that stress will always, always be, be back. <laughs> do you guys ever do like things to kind of like please your childhood self? Like, oh, I'm doing this oh, for like healing your childhood. inner child. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, because like that's we, what adulthood is all about. Yeah, just doing things that you always wanted to do when you were a child but never got to do. I don't do think you, do I wanted ever... to do much as a child. Like you didn't want things or have hopes and desires, but since you're a child, you couldn't hmm. do them. Hmm. I feel like there are actually not that many examples of things that I do, except yeah, for like, there are two things: buying myself toys I wanted when I was a kid, such as this tennis racket, and then also buying a shit ton of snacks from the grocery store. You know how you walk down the aisle right before the cashier and you see all these really nice candies and stuff? Sometimes I'll indulge and like buy like a Reese's cup or like a Kit Kat because mm. I'm like, oh, mom would have never let me get this when I was a kid, but now that I'm an adult, I'm gonna do this I can myself. Just do whatever I want. Yeah, like that, I did that mm -hmm. the first time I went grocery grocery shopping. I'd always buy massive bags of Chex Mix. Yeah, because I was I love Chex Mix as a kid. Oh my gosh, mom wouldn't get you Chex Mix. I feel like that's something mom would get you. Uh, yeah, yeah, she did would. Buy she actually yeah. did. Yeah. but then I could buy a lot of it for myself now. Yeah, mm, you know what I started or I did. I bought what? Balloons Tower Defense for like $7 on the app store because I can't. <laughs> Wait, recently? No, no, no. This Dang. was like a year or two ago. Oh, yeah, that's years pretty recently. ago. But oh. yeah, yeah, recently. Because once I got my iPhone, I'm like, I miss playing Balloons Tower Defense. So I bought yeah. the app. Yeah. And I would never spend money on like the app store. In fact, we. Yeah, no, I've never. Yeah. I still haven't spent money on an app store. I remember. No, it's like two, like two or three dollars for an app. I'm like, yeah, no, it just feels wrong. Cause sometimes, because you're raised a certain way, you're just like, oh, it's so deeply ingrained in my mind that this is a waste of money. You're not supposed to buy this, yeah. Yeah. That I still don't buy it, even though it's like three dollars. Like I spend more on that on like yeah the most pointless. Speaking of Christmas though, I remember in fifth grade I wanted an iTouch so badly to play tap tap revolution oh my god Ugh. and some kid at our church got the eye touch and i was so jealous i was just yeah. like mm. that's funny i wish i yeah. remember in fifth grade i wanted an iphone i wrote an entire essay to dad trying to convince him that having a smartphone had a lot more pros and cons i think you're remember that. did we like write was this like a common experience where we all collectively wrote, wrote letters, letters to yep. mom and dad on things that any, we wanted any oh. letters. <laughs> none of them I ever wrote, worked <laughs> i don't know why not. we kept doing i wrote that. one on wanting a trampoline <laughs> oh i still want a trampoline yeah right yeah but i think you have to so pay fun. i think our There's hoa like insurance yeah yeah thing now yeah i think our um home, our mom and dad's homeowner insurance does yeah allow. i also know that um our neighbor that moved away had a trampoline we had a couple and they were like them, giving yeah. giving away their things and i got really mad that mom and dad didn't get the <laughs> trampoline because i think we got their like little porch swing instead and we mm. didn't like no longer have it oh yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah. yeah and then i also wrote a letter on a dog i think which we now have so i guess that one worked. i will say we, i think i do eventually get the things well, yeah. i want like i wrote i wrote a letter trying to convince mom and dad to get me contacts because uh, i want to play sports without my like glasses, glasses falling off all the time yeah. so i took a petition to school and had my entire school sign this. it 
and my what gym the? teacher sign it. I do remember this. And like write a little note on there that says Jesse would benefit greatly if he had contacts <laughs> while in gym class. And I gave it to mom. I was like, see, everyone thinks this is a good idea. Like we should do it. And I eventually got contacts. Yeah. I feel like it's so interesting how kids have zero concept of money. It's mm. like if I want something then my parents can just should just be able to yeah. get it without being oh what recognizing well like, i always was like oh no this is too expensive it's not worth it i remember but like as a child child like i didn't realize that having a trampoline like cost that much money you know i don't know like, i think i, was I like, always was very just... aware i think yeah i feel like dude, andrew has always been super aware mm. yeah because i i knew even like fifth grade i'm like ah uh, like an eye touch is really expensive that's why we didn't get one oh like interesting hmm. well, maybe maybe is, in like first second grade i didn't think about it but i would see other I think kids I was like around me have being. one and i'm like oh this is within the realm of possibility of other people yeah but i don't think mm. i recognized that our family was different because like interesting oh i think i don't know i think i always had an awareness that our family either was more frugal yeah or like just did not have as much mm -hmm. just based off of house size like that was how i measured yep, wealth as a child as a child i yeah. also, <laughs> also measured wealth by house size and um I, it was a source of like um what's it called insecurity for me mm -hmm. as a child because i was mm -hmm. like we i never really invited anyone over yeah. like i didn't I invite friends over to this. my house because yeah. i'm like oh this, I'm, yeah oh yeah have we? Yeah. okay because i was like insecure about what people might think of me since we lived in a smaller house yeah mm. and that it was yeah you know yeah we talked about this messy yeah i yeah i didn't like how crowded and messy was but yeah. then i think my senior year that's when i knew i was i got over these childhood insecurities mm -hmm. because for the homecoming float i invited everybody in student government just to work in our garage in our basement for the float because i was just Wait, like oh, yeah. i love many people came over it was like eight oh, to ten space. people dang oh, okay. just in the garage oh, so. okay, okay yeah but i was like yeah. oh come inside yeah 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 um because i'm like ah, our house has charm it, yeah it's well, very living yeah. it's cozy it's, it's like when messy. my really because like i would go to like other friends houses it'd be like spacious clean and i'd be like mm -hmm. oh this is like how a house should look if you're gonna host people and then mm -hmm. and then nowadays i try to keep my house as clean and spacious and uncluttered as possible whenever i'm hosting people mm, yeah um, because of that hosting people yeah but like but like i was back then i was like oh our house doesn't look like that so i can't host people mm. so i never really invited people over yeah and i think also for me it was because generally my friends would also offer to host mm. maybe it's because in part was like an effort to fill up the space that was in their house mm because oh, like okay. a lot of my friends it was only like a family of like three or four mm -hmm. that was living mm -hmm. in this like massive space mm -hmm. so it's very different yeah nowadays i i love i mean i know you guys have different perspectives but i love coming home and just having so oh, many people around too, me yeah. and just yeah. everything's bustling and i have to like climb over small spaces it's over like, can we replay the intro of the clip yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah like i i kind of love how everything's so i i understand why mom and dad don't want to move from this mm -hmm. house this is like i mean this house has so much sentimental meaning yeah, and, purpose to yeah. Them. and a lot of that now i i value that over like upgrading a house to something big also that doesn't make sense for mom down now because yeah, yeah there's less people in the house um we have yeah. plenty of space for it. that's like something that i think about 
because we've had discussions on like, oh, where are mom and dad going to move to mm-hmm. next? Like, what are we going to do with this house once mm-hmm. that move actually happens? I was thinking that we like renovated to a point where they can't even recognize it as their own house anymore. And then they'll be more comfortable leaving it. Like, but it'll then it's be like shiny scrubbed of all of our memories too. Uh, uh, remember yeah. when we, yeah, we painted over the height wall? Um, it's still there. Like, well, is it not? N- no, we painted over it. Oh, we did. Yeah, and then, but we, then we, we taped paper the, over. Yeah, it. yeah, we taped paper. But over it doesn't it. have all our old measurements. How tall we were. Yeah, sad. It was a very yeah. ugly looking wall, but a lot of sentimental value. <laughs> yeah. And there's like so much work to be done. There is. Yeah. I almost feel so like we have to strip much. down like all the bathrooms, like yeah. all yeah. the kitchen. You just the have to completely redo. Yeah, the floors, yeah, just everything. This is a job like truly honestly this is only a house that we can live in at this mm, state yeah yep that's so true yeah because we're just like used to and comfortable with all mm-hmm. the characteristics that give it character it's charm. all of its charm yeah the turquoise carpet has a lot of charm <laughs> i honestly i'm a big fan it works of the now turquoise carpet. i remember when we yeah. first got it i was just like huh what is but happening it, like, mom what did you do <laughs> but but it like that, works like yeah. i feel like the it whole color does, scheme that we have going it on it kind of does work it's more yeah. of a retro yeah vibe. it's a mm-hmm. it's a very retro vibe mm-hmm. with it's a very mid-century the, modern yeah oh, we used to have glass coffee tables that looked well the glass ones with the black mm. legs yeah but i think it also looks good with like the orangey wood that we used to have yeah. huh the only one He's that sneezing. only room that oh. i'm very questionable on is the bubble gum bathroom pink bathroom <laughs> yeah our that one's jar because this was a questionable uh, yeah. interior but mom design really wanted mom. like a pink room so i'm like okay yeah we'll give you what the bathroom i don't did she yeah, that I was mom's that was choice. My uh, oh, was that you? It oh, might never have mind. been. Oh, it could have been you. We tried, <laughs> take to, that back then. we tried to uh, do it like the same mint green as the basement because I thought that green looked that green nice. That green was nice. It's like a nice yeah, pastel. But it looked awful in the bathroom because the lighting's completely mm. different. Um, mm. And we were like, how do we fix this? Let's, Bubblegum let's pink. go for it. Was your pink even more offensive it color? It was. It was like a barn red. It was so yeah, jarring. It was it so was like demonic. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibes. And God, then I, but I had like Christmas lights up, and then it just felt really closed in because it was a super dark color. Yeah. And like my room already isn't super huge. Yeah, I'm glad you can actually um, kind of see some of the red. Exactly. I was looking at the corners. I'm like, I see yeah. some red people. Yeah. So I was like, I'm so sick and tired of this like midway through high school yeah i painted it red myself and then i repainted it white myself too and it was like bold move captain i know i don't know why i like that color so much i think i just was really into like deep maroon maroonish colors um but i i don't know who let middle school rachel choose the colors to paint this house because because no oh yeah I think I chose like I every single color. Yeah. I mean, I think mom and dad just gave you a lot of agency in choosing your own thing because there's like. No, I chose like your room oh, color you too. Yeah, I and I chose we... the. Oh, that was a good color. The ocean voyage. I think I moved blue. out by the time it was painted. I was still oh, really? there. Yeah. Oh, it was my yeah. junior year, so yeah, yeah Jesse was out. Dang. Because I rem- I don't remember that. I had a lot of. Well, I really. I remember this school. process. It was spring break. Yeah. Anyways, every every time I come back home, I kind of have this like my perspective in life kind of shifts because everything I'm experiencing here is like, it's like going back into the past almost a little bit. And one thing that I like to think, not like to think about, sometimes I like to think about is like my trajectory in life. 
like am i still on an upward slope where i've i'm i still haven't peaked and i'm still going up or have i already peaked at some point in my life and i'm actually on so a downward or a hill from here or a plateau do you guys feel like you have peaked in life yet or if you're <laughs> if this is the peak <laughs> doing something wrong we like Ow. 200 meters below sea level uh, my god we drowned it at the peak but there's so many different measurements so of I, this, if this peaking. is as good as it gets i don't think i want anymore i think i have the same perspective i don't think i've ever peaked in life before like i don't think everything is just like i'm still trying to climb up i'm just still trying to make my life better i'm just still trying to pursue something i think this is how i've been thinking about life super recently just because i've been working on so many applications and i uh -huh. feel like applications like you really have to be specific about like how everything has contributed into who mm -hmm. you are as a mm -hmm. person yep. and so i think um this was a this was um an analogy given by a lawyer that we were working with for a mock trial where like everything is like the central argument is like a clothesline and like every single piece of ev evidence is just like you pinning clothes onto this clothesline mm. and so that's like kind of how i've been looking at my life is that i have like this main uh, goal or like story arc. mission of yeah. my life right okay. and everything i do is just clipping on things almost. yeah to like achieve whatever it is that i'm trying to achieve and it's like I've been looking into the past. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this has contributed to me like wanting to pursue this goal, even though in the past it was like super scattered. I had no idea what the heck I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But like with time, like those new, very random ideas have developed into more like nuanced, like mm -hmm. almost academ academic interests or like I've pursued them in other ways where now it feels more like things are just like kind of narrowing in. Mm, so you don't even think about it as like a trajectory on an X, Y axis. It's more so like building your clothes, clothing line yeah. almost like kind of sort of yeah like trying but to like more things are things. also becoming more cohesive so i don't know how that analogy ties into like the cohesive it's aspect like a, of it um, but it's like a uh, mural and you just keep adding pieces to it and it doesn't really make sense until you put all the pieces together yes maybe but yeah but that's like how i saw you and andrew like starting the protein thing where i'm like wow this makes so much sense for these two uh, people because all of their goals and like everything that they've done leading up to this point, like this feels like it makes feels sense. like a logical yeah. next step. Yeah, for me, a little it's it's a little bit of a sidestep, and then maybe or it's not like the convert. ultimate goal. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this could be Andrew's ultimate goal one day. I don't know. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> don't start a company. Uh, I'm so tired. Yeah, this this process has yeah, been exhausting. So My be real um, so caption freaky. yesterday was "Dream small, kids. It's not worth it." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I can second that. Uh, <laughs> but that's so the thing. There's such a small. there's such a high barrier to entry into every starting any business. Yeah. Yeah. which is why not many people make it uh -huh. and not many businesses make it through it's the people who these are all things we know but like it's the people who persevere and keep iterating and uh -huh. keep getting better at every yeah. step and i think i think we each have the perseverance to continue doing it it's just along the way it just feels <sighs> shitty yeah i haven't like, been this tired i was talking to jesse last night because we okay i recognize that i get stressed really, really easily. easily yes where if something isn't perfect or not even perfect if i am not 
very satisfied or happy with something i lose sleep over it even if there's nothing i can do Mm -hmm. i will lose sleep over Mm -hmm. it and so therefore i have lost a lot of sleep i think for the past week i've slept past 3 a.m every single night yeah and then once i wake up i can't go back to sleep so i've been running on like five six hours of sleep for like a week and a half straight uh i, I don't really part know of my job as starting this business with you is to kind of like because we're very different people very different, and we run different. things very differently and we have each have our own strengths yeah and i think we work because we have we balance each other out in a way yeah I and think i think so. my job now is i need to make sure that you need you're to less stressed. stress but like <laughs> i because i don't feel I don't feel super like there are things I do get stressed about. You need to be more stressed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I mean, I, I I do think that there are things that are under our control, and then some things that not not under our control. But it's like the perfectionist mindset. We're like, if you're yeah, too much of a perfectionist, will get you're never gonna yeah. finish anything. And that's what I need to learn too. Where yeah, I you're right. Like you've seen it in my video making yeah. where I'll redo a clip seven eight nine, there's ten a point of diminishing returns where like, like honestly it doesn't even make a difference at one point and i just need to release it and i recognize that i'm not good at that so and there have been so many moments in this process where we both had to tell each other yeah. like hey like extra work come on now yeah. it's not going to make any difference so like us being able to kind of uh perceive that in each mm-hmm. other has been really helpful um and i'm glad mm-hmm. that we're able yeah. to like kind of take each other out of that like yeah. really stress narrow That's mindset it. and like kind of take you back out into a yeah. more broad like this is the big picture this is what's most important mm-hmm. um but yeah speaking about peaking i'm gonna circle back to that okay because i have a i had a completely different thought when what's, you said that what's your thought i don't think i hope i haven't peaked in life but i think about this a lot where i wish i could travel back in time mm. at certain points of my life where i call it peak happiness where mm. i was just like oh i want to be back yeah. in this moment yeah. yeah so there's like certain nights out with friends when i was in college mm-hmm. certain nights out with friends in high school like yeah. there's moments of time where i don't call i don't think my life peaked at that moment but like in that moment i was like this Nothing is could go peak wrong happiness yeah like, yeah. yeah i just want to be in this moment yep um yeah. There's a lot of moments like mm. that I wish I could circle back or jump back in time to and re-experience. But yeah. it's just in my mind. I do feel like um, whenever I'm back with my high school friends, we always just reminisce about like those like peak high school moments mm-hmm. where we're like simple times, like we were just silly kids doing silly I things know. and just having so much fun doing that. Um, but whenever I see people doing that too much, I'm just like, did these people like peak yeah when they were in high school mm, interesting and i'm mm-hmm. like did i i don't think i peaked in high school like i hope not because i was kind of a uh a loser in high school in my opinion <laughs> i just got i just tagged along can't confirm no <laughs> i just tagged along with a friend group no who, you've just developed a lot more don't call yourself yeah. a loser well, no kids, yeah i grew up. some lot. kids are in your shoes and yeah. you're calling those kids no, losers. No, no well i'm just saying there's there was room for me to grow and there's room I mean, for yeah, those so kids in high, high school, school yeah. yeah um so i definitely I've, i do not have the perception that i peaked at all in high school or college even though college was probably one of the most fun periods of time in my life but in terms of like what i want to achieve 
what I want to achieve in this life, I achieved none of it back then. Mm. Yeah. Still haven't achieved it now, but getting there. I had a thought there. over the summer mm -hmm. where I was like super jaded. I was super jaded over the summer because I was like, wow, everything is just settling. Um, mm. Because I think in high school, I felt like a weird reversion to my high school self because I think once I got into college, I felt like a lot more closed off in terms of like showing my personality. And I've also discussed this like trend with my friend Annie where we're like, oh yeah, whenever you're in a new environment, there's that phase where like you don't talk a lot, you don't contribute a lot because you're not comfortable yet. And it's like just the phase of like adapting right. to new okay. situations, right? Yeah. And then so like finally when you're comfortable is like when you're your most authentic self. And okay. so in high school, like senior year, it's probably when I felt like the most authentic to myself. I had the mm. most conviction. I was like, I have all these big plans and dreams and aspirations for like what I want Word. my future to look like. Um, and then college happened and all of it came crashing down and you re-enter this phase. <laughs> and everything comes crashing down. <laughs> well, yes, you guys all know my first year of college was kind of terrible. Well, you went to um, college. You went, COVID. It was, yeah, COVID bad. was I know, but it was still like... It's still, I feel like, no bueno, yeah. anyways, not the point, but it was like, I feel like a lot of college for me was just like the whole silent, just observing and like taking things in. Whereas now, and then, and then I went to New York and I felt this weird reversion to my high school self where I was oh, like wait, feeling wait. more comfortable. Yes, oh, because okay. oh, everyone, because yeah, okay. the yeah. diversity in New York, like you really felt more comfortable in New York. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Really yes, just yes. like broadens everything. It's like nothing mm. is ever that serious. Um, anyways, so I had this thought. It's like similar to this whole peaking mentality where it's like, mm. wow, um, when you're younger, you have all these dreams and aspirations and like you think so idealistically about what your life can be like. And then you okay. enter adulthood and it's like, oh, none of these are actually achievable. Oh, really? <laughs> this will never actually happen. Um, or I like think that. it takes. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, <Okay. laughs> or, or like it just takes a lot more effort than like yes, you think yeah. yeah that it would when you're that young or it's like you don't consider as many things like life aspects that play a huge role mm -hmm. and like whether or something is actually realistic mm -hmm. um so in that aspect i was like wow like the childhood innocence or like the the whole idea of like my life can be whatever i want it to be it's like just not there anymore i think oh, that's because so you had <laughs> virtuous dreams and when I was in high school, I wanted to be an investment banker. I wanted to climb okay. the corporate ladder. And now that That's I'm so out of that world, I'm like, life is so much better. I love life. I'm like, if I climb okay. the corporate yeah. ladder in business, I'm like, I would be miserable. That's, and so That's interesting. I didn't really have any dreams when I was in high school. Like I didn't I wasn't mm -hmm. like this is what I want to achieve. Did you want to be an life? architect? I mean, Okay, it, that it was fourth like, grade. I don't think that counts. I thought you That's wanted to be in high school, early high school too. Yeah, early high school, I took a class and I was like, oh, architectural <laughs> CAD not is not yeah. fun. It's all technical drawings. Yeah. I was like, there's no creativity yeah. in this. Yeah, but, but there is. There is in the future, but like what you have to do to get there was not yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Like the subjects weren't interesting to me. And even when I pursued, like when I applied to colleges, I was like pretty much an open book. I knew I wanted to do something STEM related. I applied to hopkins as like a chemical uh what was oh, it chemical BME. engineering 
biomedical no not no. BME. just kidding. um chemical engineering i think oh, interesting like, yeah because i was like that sounded cool and i looked up incomes of chemical engineers after graduating i was like oh they make a lot of money so i'll do this i looked at the income of a civil engineer and went ooh. <laughs> I think, yikes <laughs> this is what i wanted <laughs> send yes um, i think once i i became a big dreamer towards the end of college when i saw mm. that when i once i got to know the career that i want to do better and i knew what possibilities uh could happen after i pursue this uh mm. career that's when i started dreaming big because i was like oh this is what research can lead to this is what a mm. career in medicine could lead to i didn't start dreaming oh, until i was familiar with like a niche subject or a niche pursuit so that's interesting um i think i started dreaming big like probably i had i've i've start feeling passionate about things in life probably starting like junior year of college or something mm. when i was That's like wow i'm really passionate about research you've always wanted to like achieve something big yeah but i didn't know what that was like i couldn't i couldn't think of like oh i want to do something big in this world yeah. but i like but you you had the be? innate yeah, desire yeah, to yeah. like achieve yeah. something because I, I don't think i've ever had that i kind of just like go along and be like I'll post okay, videos because yeah, sure. it's kind of fun. Uh, I'll do consult. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know why. Well, I did consulting because I wanted to travel. But every step that I take, I'm like, oh, I'll do this because it's fun. Uh, mm. I, I like, I, I'm not going to lie. I look only like two steps ahead of me. <laughs> uh, yeah. This yeah. is nice. But at career medicine, okay. you kind of have to look yeah, like yeah, 10 yeah. years, have to 20 years ahead because like, what's going to pull you through if you're right. just looking yeah. like two years ahead but two consulting years ahead is more school. literally like more school more yeah. school consulting yeah. is literally like two years up and out yeah. and you do two years just to figure out what you're doing and i did yeah. consulting because i had no idea what i wanted to do so That's i'm like fair. okay i'll do this for two years because and then i took my next job at gymshark because i'm like okay this sounds fun and then i took the next job at disney because i'm like oh i want to be in new york um, well, it's like jumping around the corporate system yeah that's yeah. true corporate corporate world you don't have to like yeah think mm -hmm. eight years into a degree um yeah plan for your future do you guys ever feel like you're behind in life or is that just me oh all the time well mm. today specifically because i was like i've missed so many Sorry. deadlines <laughs> oh, no that's not what i meant um <laughs> like Oh, I'm this age. I should have achieved X, Y, and Z. Should All my peers house. are. Should have had, yeah, exactly. Married. I like, should okay. have a house and I should be married. Yeah, and I talking to you, Rachel. And I should have Rachel. two kids. <laughs> That's what you yeah, and I, I think. <laughs> so just me. Um, I think honestly, for me, it's I. Tough. Everyone is in the same spot for Rachel. Sorry. I, yeah, okay. exactly. Like since I, Sorry, I honestly bad. have my my life more figured out than most of my friends at this point <laughs> actually <laughs> um, which is really funny because <laughs> i like never in my life have i ever been a person to have a five-year plan and when i came oh, out of new york five -year plan. Oh, i know once i came out of new york i was like holy holy shit i got a five -year plan. I, I know what i'm doing for the next at least like three years of my life That's what nice. the heck yeah um and so and all like i came back i told my friends i was like oh yeah like i'm aiming to do these things like i have a very clear vision and mm. like i've always been hesitant to have clear visions in my life or like clear desires in my it life closes doors yes because it closes mm -hmm. a lot of doors and i've had instances where like things didn't go my way and it was like heartbreaking you know mm. um and so like i hate doing that to myself so mm. i'm always like okay like if this doesn't work out i have like a backup 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 that i'm all 
like mm-hmm. content with having mm-hmm. um but like at this point i feel like i have a general sense of like where i want to be headed mm-hmm. at this junction of my life which is not something that a lot of my friends can relate to um because college you know like if you're not like yeah. pre-med then it's like okay now it's time to enter the working world and yeah. now i'm gonna lock corporate myself America into baby. a corporate job for like xyz years or i can be undifferentiated and do consulting and yeah because yeah. i still haven't and made a decision still also not yeah. super mm-hmm. ideal and so no, it's not yeah i honestly do feel like my mindset and like i've been taking my senior year extraordinarily chill it's almost kind of scary that's great how chill like i did no work this past week oh that's That's great that's amazing that's exactly how senior year should go yep that's good yeah out of you thanks good job no don't encourage this behavior no i still need to apply to schools you can tell me this next semester apply apply to schools and then chill out but yeah i think i did senior year completely wrong i worked three part-time jobs uh senior year fall and then covid shut things down I'm like, I don't know why I did that. I, there was yeah. no reason to. I just wanted yeah. to pay my rent. Uh, yeah. I mean, I am also working three part-time jobs, but I'm also taking Dang, them chill? extraordinarily oh, chill. <laughs> I was just working a lot of hours that I didn't need to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, yeah. You were working a lot of jobs. Yeah. I, like, even sophomore year, I was working for the start of that internet throughout the school year for like 40 hours Did, I, did I tell you to stop doing these? I remember talking about, because you were still working at equity zen right? yeah and i mean I was like, why zen are was you great. working i don't know why I, they pay like, during the school year yeah because they were paying me money yeah i was gonna say if you work an industry job during the school year they pay so much more than campus jobs oh, really? yeah. they definitely don't pay oh. so much more or, but they, they paid me like, money well okay ohio's <laughs> they paid a minimum right, wage right. is uh, oh, seven dollars you're right not great yeah so i mean you're right i think i was making more. like an hour maybe oh, oh that's so bad that's uh, so bad <laughs> i mean dude yeah. i worked as an ra my senior year i because i didn't want to do something that would take up my time my fun time right right so yeah. doing being an ra i would sit at the front desk i would do my homework while i was doing that and then like every now and then i have to log in packages and i have to be on call at night yeah. but, like other than that like my job was super chill and i didn't have to pay rent which is great yeah yeah i should have done something nice. like that yeah RA is dope. You guys, if you're if you're really in college option, looking though. for ways to save money, be an RA. It's fun. It's generally I mean, no, chill. isn't it fun? Because you are in a nice building. A general RA is for like, like a, a college dorm. dorm. Yeah, it'd still be th- fun. Uh, it's still free housing. Yeah, you're right. I didn't do it because yeah. it would have taken away my scholarship at Georgetown to be an RA. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I called the financial aid officer because my RA freshman year. He was a sophomore. He recommended me to apply to be an RA. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this sounds like a great time. So I called the financial aid office. And I, was, I heard rumors that if I became an RA and got free housing, they would deduct that out of my scholarship. Oh, that's so dumb. So I was just like, oh. Like if you're working for no the point. school, they're going to yeah. basically yeah, not pay you, out. essentially. Yeah, no, pretty much. Um, oh, my God. I, I think I would have saved like a couple hundred dollars, but I was just like, it's yeah, that's not, not worth, it. worth yeah, it. Yeah, not worth it. Yeah. So I decided not to be coming. Although I think I w- you're right. I think I would have liked it. But I think I you think do a little bit more work as an RA in the college dorm. Because you do like events. You have to I do event. I do yeah. events. Always. I, oh, okay. You have to decorate the things. Oh, I take that back then. I, um, but I only had to do that because there was like four or five of us, four to six of us on staff. So like we would just uh, rotate. Like, rotate yeah. Yeah. I think it's building. a little different at OSU because... Uh-huh. 
I think the oh, reason so many why more kids to manage. yeah, there's so many oh, more kids. Word. It's I feel like it's a little bit more structured because I had friends that RA'd as mm-hmm. well, and there were a lot of nights that she couldn't go out because she had yeah. to RA. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I remember I went out those <laughs> nights when I was on call, uh, uh, and I would sprint back if I got a call. Oh my god! If I got a noise complaint, I would only go out to like house parties that were close by. Mm. There were a couple times where I was lit and I was like, oh shit, I'm getting a call. (laughs) And I'll sprint back to the the apartment and figure things out. But the other thing is none of the dorms on campus except for like one or two have kitchens. So that's like a big sacrifice if you decide to RA Uh, like your junior, senior year. That's true. Because also junior, senior year, like people will live on a house, in In a house house, or like in an apartment off campus with their friends too, which is like... When you RA, I think you oh, get a I, single to yourself. I had like, okay, my situation was very, yeah, it was so actually in a privately owned apartment complex that I got to live with my friends in. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a so really nice like building the too. Ideal all the work that I had to do was within the building and all the events were in the building. So it was yeah. super ideal for me. Yeah. <sighs> college times. I miss college. College times. I don't miss the classes, but I miss college. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I hated all my classes. Day. Anyways, Except, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Andrew. Final thoughts? Oh, no. I was just uh, reminiscing about how much I did not enjoy my classes, except for Asian American lit at Georgetown. So if any Georgetown Asian Americans are, are lit. What the? What the heck? What? Oh, I thought that was mom or dad opening the door. Okay. Um. All right. So while Andrew were. Andrew and I were up to like 5 a.m. last oh, night. Until five in the we morning. had some we had some thoughts that we want to get your take on, Rachel. Oh, mine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Word. Okay. Sure. So Andrew had this thought. Mm. This is completely unrelated to anything that we've been talking uh-uh. about. Okay. He had this thought that, and I, I think I agree, is that in order for a relationship to work out, mm-hmm. the guy must pursue the girl no relationships very rarely do relationships where the girls pursuing the guy do those relationships work out i'd agree oh wow well okay that was quick End of discussion. all right next next question, uh, next oh. question. No, just, are we gonna discuss? no discussion no discussion no, 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 no. okay We're okay the caveats here are if the two individuals pursue each other equally that, that obviously also yeah. obviously yeah. works um and if the guy pursues a girl that doesn't always work out it's just in the cases where it does work out we found that it's mostly when the guys, guy produces it's more like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh i was thinking back on my own life i was like i don't think i've ever pursued pursuer, someone i've never yeah. been the pursuer i've oh. always the girl has always and that's initiated why you've always had failed relationships that's exactly what exactly. i said last night that's exactly yeah. what i said rachel <laughs> and that's why you have wait no you pursued uh, did you really it was that we're talking about is like high conviction yeah, like you're like, going to be my wife type oh pursuing. whoa no as in like i have seen some of my guy friends be very very into a girl yeah where the girl was not initially mm-hmm. invested in the guy yeah but just through sh- persistence perseverance. Yeah, perseverance. yeah perseverance and just this like a little bit of charm and luck. A, a lot <laughs> or yeah a little bit of charm and luck uh, and a whole lot of luck it, stars they align those, they break those walls but down yeah. when yeah. like 
any of my girlfriends are really into a guy down bad yeah. i haven't seen it work yeah not to say yeah. that it can't work i just think it's very rare nine out of ten times yeah i yeah. think and i th i've heard other mm -hmm. podcasts talk about this and i think we might have talked about this but guys kind of when they meet a girl they can immediately tell like mm -hmm. oh is this person yeah. gonna be someone i want to date versus not yeah. and as soon as a girl is in the box of oh i'm not gonna i don't i'm not interested in dating this yeah. girl like it's they impossible to, yeah. or to it's, jump it's impossible yeah yeah pretty much pretty much so where rachel do you think how, how does your mind work like when you obviously you don't have to categorize every single guy you meet but I just, Do, it simply does not cross my mind. <laughs> everyone is just an NPC. <laughs> no, for real though. Like everyone that I meet, every at least every guy that I meet, like mm. immediately is in the friend category. Like I never see people as like potential mm. dating material ever. Okay. Um, okay. Until like a move is made. And then once a move is made, it's still usually, no, I just see you <laughs> as a friend. No. Okay. Please, okay. please stop doing that. <laughs> okay. 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 okay, okay um, but that's I think fair. that's, that's me personally like okay, i recognize yeah. that i operate Rachel quite differently an anomaly yeah okay, i okay, i operate okay. quite differently from like the standard human <laughs> human <laughs> being um where it's like i don't know i never see myself wanting to pursue a re relationship super heavily because mm -hmm. i know like i can fulfill like my satisfaction as like community wise relationship wise out of like the platonic and familial mm. categories so it's like i, almost... I never really see mm. a need for a romantic relationship mm. anyways That's not great. the point um love that for <laughs> for, for <Sorry>. us too <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think most of my friends honestly i feel like a lot of them were mutual pursuing and that yeah. works yeah i yeah. think that works yeah okay but like how does this another question how does this interface with like non-homo or hetero heterosexual couples mm. honestly uh, i don't have enough anecdotal data points to comment on this yeah. one i think okay um usually hmm. yeah i don't know yeah this for, doesn't really yeah translate but yeah. in, in like for example my roommate yeah. he is the more gregarious he's way more like gregarious than his partner mm, yes and mm -hmm. he was the pursuer like as uh, soon as okay, he saw yeah. at the time his partner uh was dating someone else but as soon as he saw <gasps> that him he was uh, like oh like this guy is world. hot like i yeah. want to date him and he's mine <laughs> i don't know like what he it, did it but worked. i think he waited and then eventually Dang. when his partner broke up with his ex he like jumped on that and then um no, he said let me take he, let me take you out yeah and he was he was the one so i feel like uh, there still needs to be like a pursuer there still needs to be well there always wait, needs wait. To be a pursuer, yeah. but like but like, like one like 80 20 split kind of thing no i think it maybe works with 52 gender maybe it's like a personality oh, thing could be mm. like people you know who oh, you're right. okay, are more okay. dominant versus more submissive mm. uh, i don't want to project like down to like gender roles but uh people who are able to like grow into liking someone versus people mm. who have a hard like i'm attracted yeah. to you we could potentially date yeah it's 
the these two personality types mm-hmm. if you're the person okay, who like makes yeah, a decision that. upon seeing someone decisive people versus indecisive people yeah yeah wait wait are we saying women are indecisive yeah i was like wait 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 this is just for cases where they do have to grow into it because like i will say very yeah, often I wouldn't say friends. that. Yeah, they're indecisive. They're growing into it. Yeah. It's they're growing into it. It's not a decision thing. But I will also say, like, you can like is. someone, but not be the one pursuing. So, like, you can mm, like okay. someone can uh, pursue you, and you allow the pursuance to happen, mm, and like the pushing forward of the relationship yeah. to happen. But you're not the one actively doing it. Mm. So I think that's how it is or how it has been with a couple of my friends where it's mm-hmm. like they're in relationships and they're not necessarily the ones making the moves. Yeah. But like they still really like the person and like want the relationship to grow. It's just they're not the ones like actively pushing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And is yeah. your friends are the girls, the ones being pursued. Yeah. 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 And the guys doing the pursuing. How are those relationships going? I feel like there's. Most of my friends honestly have been more 50-50 because I, mm, I think a okay. lot of my friends... They're like, young. They I feel like at this yeah. point, relationships don't have the gravitas of what our relationships have now. Yeah, yeah. Being older. Because I think also... Oh, oh, but there was one relationship where the guy was doing all pursuing and that one ended recently. So, um, But it was like a yeah. two-year relationship mm. and it was pretty serious. And uh, the breakup was as like probably most college breakups are right now because of like potential distance or like just like the future implications and it's like she's a very career driven person Mm -hmm. and she was like i know i'm gonna be in this location for at least two years and i don't want to make my partner move out there just for me like there's literally nothing else and i also don't want to do distance yeah so that's fair Yeah. yeah i i always had that mindset where but i do feel like if i really like someone like we would make things worse yeah not worse work yeah yeah because she was also like yes i really like this guy but there are a lot of qualities that i would desire out of like Mm, an ideal partner that Mm. he doesn't necessarily fulfill and so it's not necessarily worth it to try doing the that was the same thing with my past relationship like distance wasn't the reason but it was the catalyst for why Mm. the relationship ended Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um same yeah yeah um and then andrew and i thought we're like okay if both of us has have never really like pursued someone is it because we have never met someone that we are willing to go all in for like i feel like i said yes it's 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 kind of a weird thing to think about like out of like i don't know we've all probably met like thousands of people people, and then within our network probably know of like tens of thousands of people Mm -hmm. maybe yeah but and like out of all those people like we still haven't met someone that we would like have high conviction in which i also think is fine if this is a person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with it should be a very rare yeah rare that's why i think it's really weird when people do have high conviction because it's like you don't know me yet. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's also true. Yeah, it's hard to have high conviction about somebody that you, you don't know super well. You don't know mm-hmm. at all. So maybe our problem is we don't take enough chances to get to know people. I think so. That is very true. Because we don't know how to talk to women. <laughs> I think like <laughs> I think you can want like 
you can want your future to look a specific way mm -hmm. and then want to like or i think you guys need to be excited about the potential not about the person mm. if that oh. makes sense elaborate okay so wait, wait. upon meeting someone instead of like picking out all the flaws because this is what i do yeah that, i do that a yeah. lot you're right you're, like i, I see, meet someone I see, i'm like see, oh you don't check any of these this boxes isn't gonna so work immediately out. okay i do the exact yeah. same yeah. thing whatever yeah. in like a romantic setting my mind gravitates towards that line of thinking mm -hmm. of oh this isn't gonna work out because of this x y and z yeah yeah, yeah. but this like, actually nothing's perfect i know this is mm -hmm. what i've learned nothing will ever check all of your mm. boxes you just need to settle sometimes <laughs> no i <laughs> but used not to even settling it's like you grow into like something that works yeah mm. like what you have in mind will never ever like actually yeah. play out exactly how it is nothing so you just need to be yeah. excited for a journey to grow with someone mm. yeah no even like i think back at the reasons why i thought a relationship wouldn't work because i went on I think maybe two dates in college uh over the course of four years okay and i think i dropped a ball or two uh i, I fumbled uh in college <laughs> because i shot myself in the foot listing out all the reasons why a the relationship balls. wouldn't work and i think about the reasons why i thought it wouldn't work and i'm like these are so dumb say, who, are, who are the balls yeah, yeah i'll tell you balls? later i'll tell you after uh, i'm not gonna say names in the pod but okay. i remember one time it was around the holidays so it was like christmas uh fall uh and i remember being home with like our entire extended family like uh in our living room and everyone's speaking like chinese uh and then I was just thinking, because I had gone on a date recently, because I was just like, how is this, how is my significant other going to in integrate mm. into this picture? Yeah. I'm like, I don't want her to feel alienated. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, like, this just won't match. And I'm like, that's such a dumb reason, to be completely honest. Cause, I don't think that's a dumb okay, reason. Okay, maybe not I think a dumb that's reason. A good I don't reason. think it's a dumb reason okay. either. Like, well, you okay. need yeah, to you're be right, able you're to right. picture your significant other, like, integrating well into family but i think that's super but i think you can't do that like after at the beginning stages yeah. yeah like that's something that you uh, consider down the line i'm like why am i thinking about the dumb reason is like why am i oh, trying to integrate so her early. into the family yeah. after we had one date yeah because uh, you're not gonna see like how uh, the see, dynamics yeah. fit exactly. in until you get to know the person better um, okay yeah. yeah interesting so yeah it's fine Life has continued to move on. <laughs> right, who are the, do you know who the who? balls were? No, I don't know who yeah, the balls were. Yeah, I'll tell you are. after. Okay. Uh, we can I'm also them out. I don't think uh, I've ever dropped the ball in my life. Really? Mm. Have you ever pursued the balls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never had them in my hands to begin with. <laughs> There's nothing to drop. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Hmm? Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, everything so, is just settling. <laughs> but don't phrase it out like that. yeah that's, that's <laughs> not a good way to phrase it. I, mean, I think the, the mindset should be just don't close doors too early yeah nothing is that serious just keep doors yeah i i like that you're entering this mentality of nothing's not that that's, serious no, what it I, never andrew was. needs to enter that that's like serious. you can make mistakes in life like mistakes that's are what they're there for yeah, to learn mis from exactly yeah. if you're never making mistakes you never learn in my opinion yeah I agree. Yeah. Just don't make too big of a mistake yeah. that you can't recover from. You know what? I've been saying this phrase a lot, and I've been living by this phrase. 
everything yes. in life can be solved with more money, money and, and a positive, positive attitude. attitude. If yes. you know the YouTuber that says that, no, bonus points for you. Yeah. Um, I my phrase is perfectionism is the killer of progress. Okay. My phrase <laughs> is nothing is that serious. <laughs> How long have you been rolling for? Wait, um, my phrase is give me five hundred dollars. Stat. Give me money now. <laughs> give me money. So my someone asked me about my what my ideal rela- relationship mm-hmm. looks like, and I said one where I get money. <laughs> <laughs> so a sugar baby. <laughs> Uh, that's, I don't think you want to go down that route. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Either. No, yeah. it was just a joke. Okay. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about recently, so Andrew and I, we started a protein powder business. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're talking about um, it? Not kind of, tangentially. I want yeah. to talk around it. We can talk about it some other time. Or okay. we can talk okay. about it later in this episode. Um, this podcast never has a structure or plan, so we just kind of float around. This podcast is brought to you by Noru. <laughs> This podcast no, we don't have enough money by... to sponsor anything yeah, at no, this moment. True, by true. Tylenol, <laughs> the killer of my pains. <laughs> so what I recently noticed was uh, when we were promoting Noru for the first time, like on the internet for everybody to know, um, a lot of your, a lot of friends who are reposting our stuff were like, Andrew and Jesse started a company, like go and support it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, huh, my whole life, it has always been, jesse and andrew but now andrew and jesse and i was like Uh, yes sir i i I was kind of thrown off a bit for a second i was like hmm andrew and jesse Hmm. has a nice ring to it got an interesting (laughs) ring to it i don't know how i feel about that i didn't even realize until you said that yeah no but every single post if you look at it it's like it's like oh andrew and jesse started a thing and i the front-facing person behind noru yes yeah yeah you are um i mean yeah i mean it's more along your brand but obviously i'll split the work with you um yeah but it makes more sense for you to be the front facing person yeah but it's just several reasons it's it's interesting and i was like i was trying to dig deep in myself and think like am i like comfortable with this idea (laughs) of andrew being like first in something when i'm the older brother and I, I i honestly came to the conclusion that i'm like very happy with how things are well like, it's crazy because i'm like take it back you can have the limelight <laughs> you can be first really? I, don't, I don't want it yeah it's it's because like every time people talk about us like growing up it'd be like oh jesse and andrew do this like jesse and andrew okay, blah blah, blah. I like i feel like not that you have been in my shadow, but you have always like come after me. Like you'll do things yeah, after yeah. me or no, this... second to me. But like this is like one very tangible instance where you have initiated something that you both do. That, that we yeah. both do. Yeah. Um, and I, I think this is a common theme over the past almost couple years now, where you are initiating a lot of things where. I don't know if you feel like a big brother to me. You don't. You definitely don't feel like a big brother to no, me. But you do. Like but you do feel like almost like you feel very equal to me now. Like I. Don't, I don't think that of you as a little brother. <laughs> not okay, less. No, I'm okay. Sorry. 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 That's yes, not how. Yeah, I yeah, no. no I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like I always <laughs> thought of you as a, a little brother. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like you are the person that I could oh, no, boss around and brothers. like. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. 
I said, and now we're just brothers. Yeah, yeah, almost. Now you guys are just bros. Yeah. I would say, from a little sister perspective, I still I see you guys on like equal playing fields. Like I think you Did guys you both ever have saw see us differently when you were a kid. Well, I liked you better because you were nicer. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hey, but I'm nice Jesse to you was now. like this big intimidating figure. Mm. Uh, yeah, is I, I think I viewed you almost like more like dad question mark. Oh, interesting. Okay. interesting. Uh, where it was like kind of unapproachable until mm. that barrier was breached. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think Andrew has always been better about being approachable. I wonder if closer it's, in age. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if it's like distance and age because like yeah. for me i feel way more comfortable or like up until recently way more comfortable like approaching andrew about things and being vulnerable mm. to andrew and then like i never really felt very comfortable doing that with you and i think it might be an Tears. age huh hmm, nothing um yeah i think it's probably somewhat age somewhat personality a lot of things factor into that yeah mm. but i go to you guys for different things yeah. yeah yeah i go to you guys for different things too like when i need when i need someone to tell me to pull my shit together i go to jesse <laughs> mm. jesse will always tell me to pull my shit together yeah do, do you remember our recent conversation where sometimes <laughs> well andrew wasn't part of it i don't know why oh andrew no laughed. i thought it was the i called to complain about no no, no, no oh, not that, that one, one. Oh, it was it was when rachel so rachel recently hurt her back dead deadlifting oh. yeah and she was really hurt from it like she was completely immobilized for a day and she was lying in bed and i was lying on the ground actually. oh you're lying on the ground yeah. and rachel like to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she told me to do the same thing i don't think she it really helps yeah <laughs> um, anyways but yeah but rachel was in i guess extraordinary pain and very frustrated with her life circumstance because she was basically a vegetable and couldn't do anything um right yeah yeah are you okay <laughs> yeah. with me sharing this story oh yeah go okay. ahead i thought it was kind of funny yeah. i look back at this all and i laugh but not actually because i'm not entirely <laughs> healed <laughs> uh but she called me in the morning i forget what day this was thursday friday maybe i think it was wednesday wednesday it was wednesday wednesday morning and she called me she's like she's basically crying she's like oh my god i'm so frustrated like i'm in so much pain i can't move like i feel so like stupid yeah and i well this was like right after i had sent like the taro mochi waffle video to the big kids oh, okay yeah and i really wanted to talk about feedback on that <laughs> and like i basically ignored everything rachel was saying to me and i was like so what do you think of my video and she was very quickly like all right we don't need to talk anymore and then hung up well, I give you feedback. That's actually oh, why I called you. I was like, Oh yeah, oh. you started at first with yeah. feedback and I forget what you said. But it was like right after I called mom and I had cried on the phone to mom for like two yeah. hours. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, I think I've gotten it out. So now I'm gonna respond to this video because I'm too lazy to text. Okay. And then I called Jesse. And then I guess the tears weren't all out. Yeah. Then you started talking about your back pain and how frustrated <laughs> you were. And I was like, at that moment I didn't have the capacity to like uh comprehend what was going on slash also like deal with those emotions so i was just i kind of shut down i was like oh okay and then we hung up <laughs> okay and then rachel was like yeah i'm just gonna go and cry by myself now <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> and so we hung up and then i was thinking i was like damn 
I was a pretty shitty older brother in that moment because I literally just like did not acknowledge anything yeah. that she was complaining to me about. And and so like like a few minutes later, I was like, hmm, I should really call Rachel <laughs> and actually acknowledge what she was. And it felt really uncomfortable. Like, I yeah, was like, you called me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I realized <laughs> I realized I wasn't a very good big brother to you just then. And I went lol um That's and then okay. you started crying really <laughs> hard and i almost started crying i was like wow this is so emotional I for like 10 a.m in the morning yeah. right now wow. it was so early. no it was so ridiculous because i was literally lying on the back on my back on my floor crying bawling my, her eyes out my nose was so stuffy that i couldn't breathe anymore either i like couldn't breathe out of my nostrils wow, I, I was just like hiccuping yeah and it was just like my face was so wet but i couldn't move because my back hurt so much i was like yeah. I, I can't even blow my nose because there's like no tissues laying around and i can't get up i'm just a... like drowning in tears and snot and every time you like you were also self-perceiving how pathetic you were or how oh, yeah. bad you thought you were and it just kept making things worse and i was like, I was, like trying to talk you so out of stupid. it but I realized I like I don't have the sensitivity of maybe Andrew in these situations to know what to say to you because I'm like, oh, like I was just like Rachel, you're just beating up, beating yourself up too much. Like this no. happens. Like I, I don't know if that's what you needed to hear or no, you just I wanted me to be like oh, exactly yeah, what sorry. I needed to hear. Okay. I think I needed because I was being really hard on myself for not being able to do anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I like can't get up and like get myself water or like i can't Mm -hmm. go to the bathroom in less than 30 minutes (laughs) oh geez i felt like such like i have never been so appreciative of the fact that i'm so physically able Mm -hmm. until that incident yeah um as a super i was saying like as a super independent person as soon as you feel like you need to be dependent on someone else you just came in yeah so like after you called me and you like said all your things i was like oh this is like exactly what i needed to hear even though i was like crying sobbing on the phone i was like okay this is my sign to do nothing today yeah so i laid in bed and watched movies hey that's what i told you so yeah that's like i did zero work nice i just watched movies and i took a fat nap it was like a five hour nap um and that's all i did nice yeah good well i'm glad i was somewhat helpful in that instance i just i was like i'm just gonna completely give up on doing anything today because i felt like i haven't been like a good big brother or i haven't like thought of like what it takes to be a good big brother until recently Mm. um to like you andrew john and philip um and like because i haven't thought about it and put active intent in being a big good big brother like i don't know how to do it necessarily like it's not natural to me so like i'm trying to get feedback on like what i can do to like improve myself as an uh, are you uh, opening this up (laughs) are we opening up the flow to discussion number one money Uh, (laughs) i do give you money give me five hundred dollars because i was thinking like usually growing up like big brothers like spoil their little sisters like especially when they only have one little sister Mm -hmm. we didn't do that at all Spoil her with like, what? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but like, I just hear stories about like Mark yeah, and Dennis that's and true, Marianne. That's true, that's true. Like, they spoiled Marianne growing up. Yeah, and like, I'm like, it's okay. I developed character exactly. out of it. Exactly. Yeah, it has <laughs> maybe, maybe personality. But you yeah, guys also true. made Tenacity. me hate men. <laughs> 
and that was all part of the plan. That was part of the plan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm like trying to make up for it, make up for it a little bit now by like buying you things. That oh, <laughs> you want <laughs> my ideal relationship money. <laughs> uh, Just kidding. Yeah. Anyways. No, I think you guys. I Thanks think both it. of you guys like provide a lot more, like outside of monetary needs. I mean, I hope I'm, so. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, this is why I call you guys so much. Like, if I if I That's didn't want to yeah. talk to That's you guys, true. I want to talk to you guys. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, um, I think I think you guys are doing great as older brothers. Oh, great! Yeah, nice. Yeah. We can talk more about like, ah, this 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 sounds like a whole like, this is a whole episode discussion. in itself yeah. of how we can improve. Um, on being Absolutely. better siblings so next yeah. time um, or we, we'll talk about it in private it doesn't necessarily have to be something that we air, air out on the internet air up sibling therapy contract air up for all of your engineering and planning needs <clears throat> alright um, this is a good place to stop i think um, yeah. thank you all for joining us for another episode of the rooftop pot i hope you enjoyed that if you did please like comment subscribe share whatever you can do to get the word Bye, out there noru. uh we'll talk about noru maybe a little bit in the future episode about why we started this noru business, uses child labor what whoa, 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 whoa. you're not a child <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some. <laughs> we we asked our little brothers to help us a little bit uh, they built with a boxes. few small tasks, like building boxes. That's for the us. only task, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's they didn't do anything else. But anyways, um, we want to kind of talk about why we started the business, kind of yeah, why we think it's important, it. and mm-hmm. why we think some of you guys might enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, uh, I am your host Jesse, and signing out with me is my sister. Rachel and my brother Andrew and we will catch you on the next episode of the rooftop pod peace Peace. Ah.